Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. In an era of online retail where everything is just a few clicks away, buying a car should be no different. That's why at Carvana, you can buy a car 100% online. We made it easy to browse, view, and buy from over 10,000 cars. You can even trade in your old car, all while binge-watching your favorite TV show. Afterwards, we'll deliver your car to you. Or you can pick it up from one of our car vending machines. Either way, your car comes with a seven-day return policy. So grab a seat, relax in your comfy pants, and enjoy the new way to buy a car at Carvana. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you can get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Hey guys, Ryan Satin here from Wrestling Sheet Radio, and if you're a gamer like me, then you better get ready to make some mayhem. Shoot and loot your way through a mayhem-fueled adventure in Borderlands 3. Blast through new worlds and enemies as one of the four new playable Vault Hunters, each with deep skill trees, abilities, and customization. Play solo or with your friends to take on insane enemies, score loads of loot, and save the galaxy from a fanatical threat. Also, I hear that the game has over a billion guns, which is pretty awesome, I'm not going to lie. Mayhem is coming September 13th on PC, Xbox One, and PS4. Pre-order now at Borderlands.com. Rated M for Mature. 
Stay little chico, pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Everyone needs more vacation, right? The new United Gateway card knows how to take you away with great travel rewards and no annual fee, ever. The wait for vacation is over. Tap now or visit unitedgatewaycard.com to apply. Welcome, everybody, to a brand new episode of the SmackDown Live Recap. I'm your host, John Roca, joined, as always, by the editor-in-chief and CEO, in my opinion, of Pro Wrestling Sheet, <laughs> Ryan Sen. How are you? I'm great. Is that a thing that you can have an opinion on? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's my world. I get to decide these things. <laughs> uh, I'm doing great. Thank yeah. you for asking. Uh, I'm, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. It has been, you know, it has been... So hot in LA the past oh, yeah. this whole summer. It's yeah. been so hot, and this week I've finally been able to wear pants again. Yeah, it started I, to cool off a little bit. It has been. Look at enjoy the the laid back California lifestyle. Sure, sure. Getting to wear shorts. We've talked about it on here. Yeah, but at a certain point, it's like I want to wear jeans. I like it's mm-hmm. it's and it's a hundred degrees outside. You know, right? Uh, and you can get away with it in California wearing shorts. So yeah, totally. So uh, and flip flops and flip flops. So I uh, yeah I. I'm so happy it's not a million degrees out here. And I know that the people who live in cold places right now are just so mad watching or listening to this. But I'm in a good mood because I can actually wear jeans around and be comfortable. Because I don't like... Are you ashamed of your legs? I'm not ashamed of my legs. It's just they're like... It's not like I go tanning a lot, so it's like they're they're white. Really? It matters to you what color your legs are? It doesn't matter to me, but it doesn't look cool either. I like to look... I like to look cool in some degree. You're too. You're too involved in pro wrestling. You think everybody walks around spray tanned? No, we like being whatever color we are. God damn it! No, it's so fine. Living in California, not the wrestling. Oh, thing. true. That's true. I that's will say, watching color. wrestling does make me want to like get in better. Makes you want to get in better shape, though, for sure. Oh, of you're course. You're watching just people that are in great shape all the time. Right, and in my case, they're two decades younger than me. So you know, it's it's a whole other situation here. But so much to talk about on this particular episode of SmackDown Live. Thoroughly loved it. Thoroughly enjoyed it from top to bottom. No complaints. Like yesterday about that uh, ten man tag, well, I this I had I, no problem. I'm sure you'll have some complaints. No, I I'm, I'm really enjoy- well. Let's hold him to. Let's, right, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> and can someone turn on the uh, F meter for Scott Satin? Is that possible? Did I say the F word? No, but I'm Did saying you? we should start. Oh. We should because <laughs> yesterday you went all out. We'll change it. The little uh, wrestling guy to have an F a little uh, meter cuss meter. Yeah, no. I, uh, like his face slowly changes to more and more outrage. <laughs> I'm sure my dad loves that he has become a topic of conversation on the show now. Anytime there's a Word. That's right. How's first family going? Uh, all right, I had on. him uh, as a guest way back in the day really? on Wrestling Sheet Radio. Talking to give, he wanted to rant about something. It was something he was real mad about. So I oh. let him rant on the show about it. It was fun. Interesting. But he listens. He listens to all of them. Really? I might want to have your dad on the deep cut. That'd be kind of fun. Talk to him about his life in TV. I'm sure he would love it. Okay. All he right. No down, problem down. Doing it and raising you. I think that'd be fun part of 15 <laughs> minutes of the show. Oh, no. Never mind. He can't do it. I take it back. <laughs> 
All right, let's start this out. Uh, and speaking of old timers, The Undertaker comes out to start the show for SmackDown. Dude, that entrance, I, I could literally go to the bathroom, uh, make a meal, and come back by the time The Undertaker hits the ring. It's an incredibly long entrance. He, I mean, that's stature. No one else gets that kind of a long entrance. Not even Kane, for God's sakes, and he has long entrances. Undertaker, and literally it's a five-minute entrance. It's incredible, but the WWE respects his uh, stature in the company. Comes in, talks about the titans that fought at MSG, basically what Stone Cold did last night, talking about the history of the WWE and MSG, his history in MSG and all of that, then gets interrupted by Sami Zayn of all People. <laughs> I will say the entrance thing, it's funny. I Yesterday was one of those days where I was cutting it close, leaving here yeah. to get home in time for SmackDown. And I, I got in the door like five minutes late. Oh. And I was like stressed, like, no, I'm going to miss whatever's opening the show. It's probably going to be Undertaker. And I'm like rushing in. And then like I get in and I'm like five minutes late and I turn on the TV. I get it all set up finally because I have to stream it to watch it live. Yeah. Setting everything up, and then by the time I get it all set up, he's still just barely walking into the <laughs> ring, and I was like, "Okay, good, of course." Whew. Good thing they started off with Undertaker, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, but it's iconic. I love it. It's great. Mm. It's similar to Stone Cold. I mean, I mean, those oh, two guys yeah. are just you know they're they're Icons. they're pillars of the yeah. WWE, and so the fact that WWE is in Madison Square Garden again uh, only made sense to have them both there yeah. kicking off the shows. Um, his promo was cool. It's obviously oh, the sure. same as Stone Cold because Stone Cold is a much more loose, fluid thing where he can just kind of shoot the shit and just do his thing. Yeah. Um, there were no what chants. That's what damn. No, you don't go. You don't what chant the Undertaker. No, he'll lightning strike all of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but, you know, it's a, obviously it's a different vibe, but it's it was still cool because he has that, like, that, like, respect factor. Like, obviously everyone respects Under- the Stone Cold, but you're, like, watching him wait and see what he's going to do. I think with Undertaker, you're more just sitting there, like, respect that man, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, so, yeah, I enjoyed it. And uh, same thing you said. When Sami Zayn's music hit, I, went, I did, like, a double take. Like, what? Yeah. What? Of all people. But you know what? I liked it. Yeah, it totally works. Sami Zayn coming in saying, you know, you're, you know, totally respect you, but your time is done. Like 30 years of doing it is enough. There are people who are ready to take on the mantle. You don't need to come back anymore. Thanks for coming. No, I love when he said, uh, I think we could all agree, you included. That you should not have started off this episode of the <laughs> yeah, show. I should have started off this episode of the show. Which is so confusing because, I mean, I, I get it because it's, it, it you know, puts The Undertaker over and gets fans all excited and everything. But Sammy's got another thing with, with uh, uh, Shinsuke. So I thought Shinsuke was going to come down. I thought they were going to do a double hit on The Taker, which would be interesting. That would have been cool. Yeah, but, like, no, it didn't happen. But it then just, Miz would have come out to save him, and we don't, no one wants to see that. Yeah, I guess not. But, uh, but it, yeah, but anyway. Not, not knocking on Miz. Miz himself is great i just his character right now is just yeah yeah rough and we'll get to that later yeah we will uh, well and undertaker eventually uh chokeslam sammy after it looks like sammy has won this battle yeah, of wits his, his face was great when he was in there like thinking that he yeah. had got one over on like, the undertaker like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> taker comes in chokeslams him straight to hell and walks on out so. it is crazy to me you know uh, to, to look at this episode of smackdown and we'll get to all the kevin owens stuff later sure sure, sure. but to see like if you had told someone uh, like a few years ago when Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were like arguably like, two of the biggest characters in wrestling via NXT. Well, mm. I guess not in wrestling. When they were doing their thing in NXT and people were loving it. Yeah. And they were on the verge of coming to the main roster or whatever. If you had said that like once they got there in a few years, Sami Zayn would just become a mouthpiece. Yeah. 
and that Kevin Owens is going to be on the verge of maybe going back to NXT, I wouldn't have believed you. I don't think anyone would have believed you. Like, no, those guys are going to be at the top of the company. They're great. Yeah. It's crazy to me that, like, I love Sami Zayn. I think he's a great, great talent in the ring and out of it. Right. But I'm surprised to see him being just kind of relegated to a to a mouthpiece right now. Like, yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I think he's so much better than that. Yeah, I agree. And I, and I, I just think they don't know what to do with him. They don't. Because there's, clearly. No, there's no program for him to work. Mm-hmm. But people, but they know they love him. And they know they want him in people's faces, or else they wouldn't have handled him, handed him this uh, mouthpiece uh, uh, job to do for now. Uh, you know, and remember, Heenan was a wrestler before he became a manager, so it's just like keeping him in the public eye for now and in front on TV, uh, so that people never forget. Don't forget that Sammy is part of the company, and eventually something will break out. And don't be surprised if it's Sammy versus uh, Shinsuke. Don't forget, Shinsuke and Sammy was the first match to introduce Shinsuke into NXT, so it would be ironic if it ends up becoming them working a program down the road, which would be fun. Yes, absolutely. At least something. I, and I, 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 I don't dislike him doing it because he is entertaining. I, yes. I felt I felt like his uh, his gimmick that he came back with was getting over. Yeah. I liked that his whole toxic masculinity yeah, thing. Yeah, that was so weird that it, it was entertaining. Stopped. And then it's just like they've gotten rid of it like as if yeah. because he lost a few times, it's ruined. You booked him to lose a yeah, few times. Yeah, you booked him to lose. Just book him to win a few times. You killed the angle yourself. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> just, like, just go book him to win a few times. Like, it's not that hard. Yeah, People certainly. were digging it. I didn't think he was that dead in the water. Like, you, I mean, I know yeah, you at the time were saying. No, you didn't know at the time when he lost those few in a row. I remember you oh, were saying Oh, yeah, right. And you felt like he was, like, dead in the water. They were killing him. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just felt like they could have fixed it instead of yeah. making him a mouthpiece. And I don't know. I, I just. I get it. I, I enjoyed all of it. I just feel like. They could be doing better with Sammy's. Yeah, I, they, this is gonna be. I hope to see him get sent back to NXT or something. They quick sanded him, is what they did. That's what they did. There sure. you go. Let's, let's use it. Oh, well, we're gonna get some stuff later on. All right, Shane McMahon in the back there talking with a freshly quaffed Chad Gable. Um, it says he doesn't know who Chad Gable's opponent will be, but it'll be someone from either SmackDown or Raw who uh, maybe didn't get a shot or uh, failed in their shot in King of the Ring tournament. So we don't know who it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. It's all a mystery, and we'll get it solved in just a minute. But speaking of people who are losing too much, for my taste, recently. Andrade took on The Miz here with Shinsuke, the aforementioned Shinsuke, doing commentary. Uh, Super pissed. Uh, Okay. Enjoyed it. Still super pissed. Yeah. There's no reason Andrade should be taking a loss to Miz at this point. You were pushing Andrade up the fucking ladder. Why in God's name? There's one. Why in God's name are you putting him down for The Miz, losing King of the Ring tournament? Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And Zelina and him are in such good rhythm right now to mess it up with these losses. Is such a phenomenally stupid decision on the creative side. I absolutely agree with you. I think, at least on this one, I don't know, if, not necessarily just losing streak or whatever, but right. having him lose to the Miz here is just silly. I think that yeah. right now it feels it doesn't like put the Miz over. Right now it feels like the Miz is a walking advertisement for his reality show. I mean, yeah. that's really what he is right mm-hmm. now. And that's why he's a good guy. They know he's betterly. He's betterly. I just made a word there that he's better positioned. He's he's more valuable as an asset to the company, I think, yeah. in the wrestling side of things, as a heel. He's a brand ambassador. But they also understand that, ratings-wise, that people might not tune into a reality show about a heel, so they've now positioned him as a face, so he can do the interviews, he can no. go out promotion, he can do all the things they want, he can be the brand ambassador that you referred to him as right. without being a heel. Um, and it's working for the show, it's working for whatever, but I don't think it's necessarily working on the wrestling side of yeah. things. And while, honestly, this was a great match. Yes. They, they killed it. That finish was awesome. Yes. That finish was really cool. I also I thought that was very inventive the way they did it, where he did the moonsault 
off the top rope that he always misses and does yeah. the double one. But, but Miz caught him in the wheelbarrow and then uh, and then picked him up and did the skull crushing finale. Looked awesome. Yeah. And honestly, Andrade took the Miz. Sorry, Andrade took the skull crushing finale better than most people take it. He the way he did it, like where he like flung his feet all the way out and yeah. was just like fully just went for it. Looked awesome. Um, but I agree with you in the sense that I don't think that. Miz gains anything by beating Andrade no. here. I don't think it helps the reality show more. I don't think people are like, oh, well, Miz is a loser, so I'm not going to watch his reality show. Or I think you watch it because he's entertaining. Right, funny. or it doesn't make me go, oh, I can't wait to see the match against Shinsuke now at Night of Champions. No, nobody cares. It's going to happen one way or another. It's not that exciting of a, of well, a matchup. the only thing I'll say to that towards that point okay. is that Andrade and Shinsuke are both guys who are usually a match that people enjoy for yes. the most part. Um if he puts on a competitive match with Andrade, and like I said, this was a good match. It was an entertaining match. Right. It's cool stuff in the match. I liked a lot of the match. Um, I'm just saying it doesn't make people get excited for the match any more so than they would have been already. I just think, it, if anything, you go, oh, Miz can put out like a dope athletic match. But we know that on already. The like, on the likes of an indie work rate person or but whatever. we know, you know that already. When he fought Daniel Bryan, he did all that. We yeah. know that already. That's my but thing. But it's been a while it. since he's had one of those. He has been relegated to kind of like... Boring stuff. Yes, true, very true. So maybe it's got a reminder before, uh, you know, wrestling. So have fight somebody else. I agree. Have him fight Sammy. It should have been Ali. It should have been Ali. Ali could have had the same competitive match with him, taking the loss. It would have been fine. Yes. I just think that Andrade is on much more of the upward trajectory right right now as well. And so I agree with you on that sense that I don't think this was the right match necessarily to book. I agree. I understand that you need to have Miz put out a competitive match so people are excited about the Shinsuke thing. I I get all that, but I agree with you that Andrade should be protected at all, uh, yeah. more than he's being right now. Listen, I want to tell you something. You have only so many Latino wrestlers on your freaking roster. Andrade is fantastic. Ray is still doing it at that age. And unmasked ones. And un- right, an unmasked one. So to me, the w- when you start to undercut them, and don't give me this equality bullshit because it's not equality right now. You don't have 10 Latino wrestlers and 10 white wrestlers or 10 black wrestlers, 10 Latino, 10 white. It's not equal. So if it's not equal, I think if you're going to allow, if you're going to bring someone in like that, you got to build them up. Let the public get behind them. The more you undercut their push, and someone as incredible as Andrade, the more you undercut the push, the fans have an excuse to move on. The fans don't stubbornly stay. They'll move on. And I think when you do this Andrade, a talented Andrade, and then you end up later going, we don't know how to book them. You know why you don't know how to book him? Because you fucked up the the creative from the beginning or in the middle here that killed his run. Look at uh, – it took forever. Look at McIntyre. McIntyre is almost kind of semi-forgotten now. Why? Because you messed up the run by having him take these losses and not come over, over – you know, and not come over – get over as well as he should have been. So that's my thoughts on that. No, I think you nailed it. You just made me think of something. Where has Drew McIntyre been? That's the thing. Uh, he did the King of the Ring, and then he lost. Well, yeah, where has he been since then? I don't know. I haven't seen him since he then. He hasn't been on the show since then, huh? No, I don't think so. You know and you know what? Note you yourself. could have done this. You could have had a good match. Uh, Miz hits the skull-crushing finale. He's about to get the pin. Shinsuke ro- rolls in and attacks him. That way, it's not a loss. It's a DQ, and it doesn't count against Andrade. He still f- wrestled a great match. He doesn't take the and you L. you have to be down afterwards anyways. So you yes. might as well. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And, and, and the Mexican thing, the Hispanic thing, you know, I, I, I completely agree with you. You know, uh, there's, he's the only... Hispanic guy without a mask on the roster right now. Yeah. He should be protected a little more. With a Hispanic woman. Yeah. He's kicking ass as well. I, I completely agree with you in that aspect. I think that he, sh- you know, demographics are important. Yes. And if Latinos the watch. Latino demographic has a guy that they can get behind. I know we have Rey Mysterio already, but like 
an unmasked guy they can get behind is great. That's awesome. Right. Like more awesome you know look how eddie was if they push him like they push eddie if they create storylines like they did with for him like they did with eddie for god's sakes well look it would be over like even crazy. better look what they did with alberto del rio yeah del rio was go el patron was fantastic he was great for a long time in yes. wwe from the beginning too like his initial push was awesome the vignettes they treated alberto del rio like a star like a superstar yes always yep and and i i wish that they held Andrade in that same regard. Now, I realize that Albert Del Rio spoke better English. I realize Albert Del Rio is bigger of a guy yeah, but, than, than Andrade. But still, yeah. Andrade is insanely handsome dude mm-hmm. that women will get behind, who is awesome in the ring. That guy, It's one of those situations where I look at a person where it's like the key mojo thing is yeah. someone that girls think is attractive. Girls like yeah. and men would want to hang out with. Yeah, That's like the formula for, it's the rock for that kind of a thing yeah, you know exactly. um uh, and i feel like andrade is that guy yeah even if he doesn't speak perfect english and you know that's why you have her yeah i agree it, it so, totally works so I, I yeah i i agree with you wholeheartedly that andrade <sighs> should be protected more yes for god's sake i watched that last, honestly that is the main thought i had i watched i was thinking man don't like that he just lost and where was alistair black yeah like, i was like why are these two people like these people should be focused on they should be like you're going to fox and yeah. you want to promote, you want to present a young hit product. Those are two guys that you should be featuring heavily, in yeah. my opinion. Chad, they're on the right path with Chad Gable. Yeah, um, but it's a white dude. It's, it happens all no, the time. I just, well, so is Alistair Black, but I just mean in terms of like he's Dutch, young. He's still white, but in terms of like young, uh, fresh talent is what I'm talking about. That's of like, fair. You know, yeah, like yeah. to present a young hip thing to younger so, audiences. You so know? maybe maybe Sammy's right. We didn't need Undertaker to start it. We should have been the younger talent. I'm just, I'm just well, joking. Well, I'm not <laughs> anti-legends or whatever. I know, I'm know. joking. Uh, Chad, uh, let's go. Uh, we had a recap of the Eric Roman situation. Roman Reigns, a little vignette there. And then we jump into the back again. Chad, is, well, McMahon says, oh, I didn't even see you there. Chad is standing. He goes shorty. Call him shorty, shorty again. Shorty. Keep going into the shorty G. Shorty G. The thing that people are worried about, whatever that is. <laughs> uh, and then McMahon says uh, that it is him. It is Shane McMahon that Chad Gable is facing in the King of the Ring. Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Chad is left with his mouth wide open as we go to black. Question. Yes. I saw a lot of people talking about this before we get to the other stuff. Okay, show. sure. That basically said, well, shouldn't. Chad Gable want to wrestle? Like, when he came out, I was like, oh, I got my bye. And she was like, no, 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 you're going to have to wrestle. And he was kind of, like, confused. Yeah. People were like, wouldn't that be a heel thing to just assume that he's going to get a bye? And I was thinking, no. No, it's just smart tournament play. Like, right. if you're a t- – like, I don't watch sports, so I didn't want to make the analogy on Twitter because I figured I might be super off. I can always help you with that. But if you're in, like, a, like a sports, if you're in a tournament yeah. – and you like basketball? I assume let's say basketball. Yeah. And like the the, the college um, sure. sweet sixteen. If you get a buy, yeah. Or if the team for some reason can't play, they don't let the team they beat play. Right? No. You would get a buy in that no. tournament. Well, right? tennis tennis is more correlative. Okay. Okay. If someone retires in the middle of the match, the person who they beat to get into that match does not step in and play. Right. Or if the person is retiring from injury before the match even starts, uh, the person who they the person who they beat to get into that match does not all of a sudden slide in and be the person that so you were playing. Okay, so you're saying let's say there's a tournament in tennis. Yes. And the person someone wins. Yeah. Let's say, no. Let's, let's just, say they, let's say they win. Right. Yeah. And then. They get the, the person who they were going to go against. Uh, sorry, someone wins and then they get injured. Right. You're saying the person they beat 
does not then get no, their spot. The person who no. was going to go against them gets a buy. Gets a buy. That's what I thought too when I was that's watching. That's how it works. And I saw a lot of people saying like, oh, "That's a pretty heel like thing." And I was like, "No, Chad Gable was a wrestler for real. He was in wrestling tournaments yeah. his entire life. And that's what happens in tournaments. That's too. what happens in wrestling tournaments. Yep. If the person for some reason can't go, you, move you on. get a buy yep. and you keep you go on. That's just how that shit goes. So I was yeah, okay, good. I, I didn't want to yeah. tweet this because I was like, mm, my, my my sports mind isn't that great. <laughs> but yeah, okay, that's it's what true. I thought. Yeah, that's how it works. And so, see, and that's the difference between the triple threat match on Raw, which was a tie. Those guys tied. So, to me, I didn't have a problem with them moving on into a triple Fair. threat match. No, yeah, with okay. this, a retiring, it shouldn't uh, – honestly, he should have moved on to the finals automatically. But that would have looked a bit like WWE was even more scripting the situation. <laughs> True. So, I, so, they had to put someone in there. I w- Okay, yeah. No, I agree. Because it's bullshit that 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 uh, Shane gets to leapfrog the first two rounds and slide into a semi. Totally. totally. Without wrestling a, di- a second. It, it actually honestly worked in their favor because it made yeah, you want true, Chad Gable to win even more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it had been Elias, that wouldn't have happened. Which is smart creative. I, I don't have any issues with and that. And I was told that Elias' injury is legit. It is. It was legit. His foot? Uh, it is legit. That's a shame. That he hurt himself. Uh, la- from what I heard, it was last week wrestling Ali because he hasn't wrestled since. Oh, wow. Um I believe maybe it was a foot thing, but I'm not positive. Okay. I haven't been able to right. confirm that. Um, but Sorry he, that. Uh, but, but I, yeah, I, I, you know, the Shane, Shane ultimately, as much as I rolled my eyes at it, yeah, was the right choice to put in here oh, because sure. of the way it ended. It was, it made, it was, it made the most sense. Yeah, I agree thoroughly. Uh, and we'll get to that in just a second. But first, Fire and Desire come out. Uh, Mandy is going to take on Nikki Cross in a match here. But Mandy comes out doing a little bit of the heel. Man, I don't know. I was weird. I, I'm, I'm of two minds of this because, like, are we doing... I was wondering what you were going to yeah, say about I mean, the segment. I, I'm when to... you said I have no complaints about the show, I was like, I'm interested to hear what he says about the Mandy Rose thing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not so much a complaint. It's more of, like, I'm confused what we're doing here because, you know, Naya was the body-shaming thing, and people were really left uncomfortable with that. And here comes a Mandy doing it in uh, in the situ- in this kind of pointing out how, how he th- she thinks she looks that Nikki looks like a rat that crawled out of- like that's tough man I just I think that's I think I don't think you need to do that you can make jokes about her clothes make jokes about her uh, about her wrestling style but, or about like she's you know kind of uh, clumsy whatever but to to attack a person's looks I think I get that it's healed but it's a little too heelish for me and nowadays and especially when you've got a don't be a bully campaign with WWE. It's always confusing how they do that. You know, in, in the Schmodown recently, uh, 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 online, I made a joke about someone. I was like, as the outlaw, I was like uh-huh. going back at someone. I called someone Tubby, right? People were like, uh-huh. oh my God, you're body shaming, you are fat shaming, blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, Tubby was something you said like in a playful banter back and forth. I had uh, weight issues my whole life. I still have weight issues. I still think I'm a rather large mammal, in my opinion. You look great. Thank you. But I mean, in my opinion, I do think I look pretty heavy. And so, like, you're not. Okay, okay. But, like, but in my mind is there and in my mind when growing up as a kid i was beat up all the time being fat i was called all kinds of terrible names and so to me tubby is one of those most innocuous things you can use but people accuse and i had to like think to myself well is it and then my girlfriend said to me yes <laughs> and i was like damn it because i thought i was just being a playful heel that's and then, happened to me a couple times were words that i just used yeah. my whole life that i didn't think were bad and i'm not going to use them here because i have used one on the show once before and the comments were filled with people like that is a terrible thing to oh, say wow. and okay. i was like is it? And I had yeah. to do the same thing where I had to like say to someone like, is that a terrible thing to say now? And they were yeah. like, yeah, it kind of is. And I was like, 
All right, I guess I'll remove that from my vocabulary. Yeah, I, I, I was trying to be playful and jab, and I had no idea. So, yeah, you kind of look, okay, okay, so another person on the outside, my girlfriend's like, no, it is, and you shouldn't have used it. I'm like, all right, fine, I was just being playful. But this, this is next level, because you're literally attacking how a person looks and comparing them to a rat yeah. that crawls in a sewer. Yeah. That is, I thought we were past that. That's like 1980s, 90s stuff. What I mean, did you I'm, feel about? I'm on. The, I'm. I'm also of the two minds. Like I get where there would be a complaint from people of like, oh, we're beyond this type stuff. But at the same time, like it's pro wrestling, mm-hmm. and like I don't think pro wrestling is beyond cheap heat at this point. Yeah. And like, look at that's just like a tried and true method in wrestling. A very mm. attractive person is very vain, so they think that every single person is ugly. To be honest with you, I think the if you think it's that mean, and I'm not saying this is you. Yeah, right. If you think it's that mean, then you probably think that about her. And that's where it's on you then. Because, oh, interesting. Because, like, I, I don't think that Nikki Cross is unattractive. No. So, like, I didn't find it that bad. Like, it was, like, clearly this woman oh, is insanely attractive saying. to have... She, yeah, she maybe doesn't look like all the other girls on the roster. Right. But of course Nikki Cross is attractive, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. I was watching, like... Cool, like really vain person who her whole gimmick is yeah. that she's hot. Yeah. That's even, it's not just that she's a hot woman, it's her gimmick is that yeah. she's hot and that she thinks that she's hotter than everybody else. So I don't necessarily think that it's some like bad thing that she then says that about someone because I don't know, it's like that is what her character is. Her character is and Nikki Cross is going to get her comeuppance, you isn't, know? Isn't there a more subtle way to do it that isn't so on the nose, I guess? I guess that was my... That's another way to look. Like, there could have been a more subtle way. I'm sure they could have. Right? I don't know. I'm sure there definitely could have been. I but still, the day, still growing. As, a, as long as Nikki is the one who comes out on top of all this, yes. then that's all that matters. And which she did. She came out, and they had a good match, and Nikki ended up getting the pin, rolling her up, with a little bit of help from Alexa, who kept uh, Sonya from interfering in the match, because Sonya came out and, inter- and kind of essentially introduced Nikki, and Nikki came running down big I, th- I thought this was a good match not a great match i can't remember if it was the episode that got corrupted or not yeah but they're really leaning heavily this episode into the fact that alexa bliss is a face now right yes that's like the vibe we were supposed to get here right kind of which yes. was confusing to me a little bit because i don't there's think there's a lot of been confusion. like a full shift not yet to alexa being a face and from what i've heard like internally she is kind of considered a face now because with her parent with nikki and it was weird because, like, you know, she's the, they're talking crap. Mm-hmm. They're just doing the meeting. Yeah. And Alexa comes out like she's supposed to get the face pop because, oh, damn. Right. Alexa Bliss just showed up and she's going to give her comeuppance. Alexa Bliss has always kind of been like, a, for lack of a better term, like a chicken shit heel. Yeah. That's kind of always been her thing. Like, she hasn't been this, like, hearty, mm-hmm. beat everyone champion. Like, she beat, wins a lot. Yes. But she's also kind of underhandedly winning a lot well, of the times, too. Yeah. She's a bratty heel. She pouts in the ring. Yeah. She stomps her feet, all that kind of jazz, pounds her fist. So that's the angle she plays. Yeah, so when yeah, she right. shows up to be, like, the savior, I don't know if she's warranted mm. that character shift yet. We're like, yeah. oh, Alexa Bliss is here to save the day. Like, I don't know if that's anyone's going to feel that way. There's a lot of weird confusion with the women, too. And we'll get to uh, the Ember and Bailey exchange in the back as well. Like, it's a weird thing that's happening here where, like, some of these uh, ladies, we don't know if they're face or heel. They're, they're just basically tweeners who are doing what's best for them depending on the situation. Yeah. Right? Alexa, at this point, I don't think she's a face. I think uh, I think they've met a heel team, so they're, they're, they're a little less heel than that team. That's all. <laughs> 
heel. They're yeah. not face to me. They're yeah. just less heel than the other team. Yes. So she comes out, injures Nikki. She gets involved in the match. Uh, Alexa does, stopping Sonya. So it's like it, she has those. That's a little bit of a face thing to do. That's the vibe I but got. She this didn't whole roll match. in and try well, to. She you was know. kind of like. You're gonna talk. You're gonna body shame my friend. Yeah, like, right. I'm here to save the day. All of a sudden, like, you're. you're uh, remember when you were body yeah, shaming people like a year ago? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, totally. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It really. You're right. It was. It's been uh, the the women and the entire yeah the entire on both shows the women's yeah. division is really out of sync right now. Yeah. You don't really. The only thing you know is that nah, even Becky's kind of a tweener. Becky is a tweener. That's what, I feel like they're all just kind of following what happened with Becky, and they're all kind of playing both sides. It's true. It's interesting. It is the Becky effect. Yeah, even, yeah. it's just interesting. They're yeah. all playing both sides. So either way, uh, uh, she gets the victory here. Nikki gets the pin on the roll-up. It was a quick pin, but it got a pin in the roll-up, and she gets the victory, and they uh, walk on out, and uh, Sonya and Mandy are left in the ring kind of surprised by everything that happens. They're going to fight at Night of Champions. Do you th- I know you're saving the preview stuff for the show, but quickly, do you yeah. think... Uh, uh, Alexa and Nikki win here, or do you think it, uh, do you think Sonya and Mandy take it for a little bit? I feel like Alexa. That's a tough question. Yeah, because I think you can go either way, and either way, I still think you're burying the titles. Oh, quicksanding the titles. Uh, you can use it there because they're rough. The, the way they've treated the women's they don't give titles. two craps about those. Um, I, I'm going with Alexa. Ah. It feels like they've really been wanting to give it to Mandy and Sonya for a minute, though. And I don't know if anyone is connecting with Alexa and Nikki as a tag team. Yeah. And they've worked really hard to get them over. But maybe they let them win here as faces and see what happens. That's Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Maybe, maybe. I'm going to go with that. I think Alexa and them keep it still. If Fire and Desire win, it'll be to see what the fan reaction is to them being champions and how they carry it. And if they can't carry it well, they have them lose it in the next pay-per-view. And I think there's going to be a lot of title change amongst the women in the other matches. So I'm going to say Nikki and Alexa keep it. Sounds good. Heavy Machinery in the back drinking their milkshakes, kind of recalling that thing they had with Becky a few months ago. That's cool. Uh, But then Ember Moon and Bailey have their exchange backstage as well this was interesting because ember was like calling bailey out like what what's going on here but bailey did not go full heel at all once again i need to know what is happening here because ember is left to kind of instigate a battle between them obviously it's gonna be in the ring but also between them uh, verbally so this is you know i kind of like this i know i'm a little hard on ember moon um mm-hmm. sometimes not hard on her but I, I talk about the fact that like i feel like her character is is lost yeah, right yeah, now yeah. This did give it a little more purpose of her being like, all right, if you're not going to be the person the women's division can look up to, like, I want to take that mantle. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm into that. Um, I do think that Ember, Mo- Ember Moon would be best served not talking and being more of a silent killer okay. kind of thing where okay. she does her talking in the ring because she has an intimidating look. But when she talks, yeah. it's a little less intimidating. And, and like you said, you were kind of like, what is she? Yeah. Um, but I do feel like this segment, I kind of like that this heel Bailey is like, she's trying to push it down. It's very, yeah. I know I keep making the analogy, but it's very Anakin Skywalker-like, where she's trying to push down yeah. the dark side. And she's like, no, I'm a good guy. I'm she a has good reasons guy. for why she's doing what she's doing. Yeah. And she doesn't think she's doing anything wrong. Just like Anakin. Anakin right. thought, what you know, right. he thought, you know, they let my mom die. They won't let me use the force to save my wife. Right, right. I feel like these are the things that are bubbling up within Bailey, but she feels like she has a an obligation to the fans still. Yeah, that's yeah. the one thing that's stopping her from 
going to the dark side, full right, blown. Right. Uh, kind of like Anakin had Natalie Portman, you know. Oh, right, true. Padme. Uh, so yeah. yeah, I feel that that's the that's the story I feel like they're telling is she's really just trying to like not let it get to her and be the Bailey she was supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, and eventually she's gonna snap and we're gonna get. We're going to get Darth Bailey. No, again, everyone's just going to go heel. Yeah, Darth Bailey. I'm ready for Darth Bailey. Darth Bailey. (laughs) All right, Heavy Machinery uh, does her squash match. I don't know. What do you want to say? Uh, I I hate these things. I like the Beaver Boys were on SmackDown because they're an indie tag team that I've seen before and stuff. Uh, I liked it. I I don't like Biggie. I've got beat myself to it. I don't like Otis kind of becoming Biggie. Like, mm-hmm. Biggie already does the straps down, the, like, overtly sexual, but more getting amped up thing. Um, I don't want him... He, doesn't, he didn't need to add the straps down, stripping thing, where his tights were almost falling off. Like, I don't know. I don't think it added to anything. But I, I enjoyed seeing Heavy Machinery on the show again. Okay. All right. You know me. You know how I feel about these things. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Eric Rowan comes out. The great, I would have to say, the great Eric Rowan comes out. I would love this. Dude, I'm loving everything that's happened. Rowan comes out, does his whole promo, says, all my life, people didn't know me. They spoke for me, blah, blah, basically picking up where he left off last week uh, and says, all of you people, starts to go against the fans, says, you just see a big, dumb brute. And, you know, that plays into what people thought about him for many years on WWE. So he plays into it and says, I'm more than that. I'm speaking for myself now. I'm going to do my thing. And then, boom, Roman, Roman's music. I love Roman's reaction of turning immediately ready to confront and this thing turns into a full-blown melee into the stands before you outside the stands stands. crazy i hated the reaction that you just said you love the spin because he like instantly reacts right yeah here's the music instantly spins into it he's ready and then waits for like two minutes for roman to get in the ring and if you've watched wwe tv you know what roman's gonna do here right he's gonna superman punch that's his thing Right. And he just stands there. He was ready, but then he stood there waiting and then got hit with the Superman punch so easily. You would yeah. think you would just stand there. You'd be ready. He was waiting. That's fair. That bothered me. Okay. That was a tiny little thing. Tiny little nitpick. I'm aware. That was the one I just stood there going like. It was like um, Austin Powers where the guy is, um, <laughs> no. you know, yeah, no, and the steamroller's coming at him. And he's like, no. Or it's like every woman that uh, faces Natty now that has to wait for her to do the spin <laughs> clothesline, which takes forever. <laughs> Poor Lacey last, uh, and, on Raw was like standing there for 20 minutes before uh, Natty finally completed that spin move. <laughs> it was so frustrating. It's so fr- Please get rid of that move, Natty. Nobody believes you can nail it correctly. Anyway, uh, yeah, so th- this spills out into the audience. Uh, Rowan takes a couple more Superman punches. My God, he picks up a fan and power bombs him into Which people. Which was fantastic. Yeah, but the fa- hey, let, me, let me do a thing for you, just in case randomly the fan might be watching this thing. If you get picked out of the audience to do this, because obviously WWE talks to you ahead of time, don't do this when you well, get picked up. For God's sake, obviously don't not overplay. It's not a fan. Well, I'm right. He's obviously, saying, a wrestler. if you're a wrestler gets picked up, you play the fan. <laughs> Fine. Don't overdo it by doing this. Nobody does that when they get picked up. Okay. You want to be reacting like, holy, God, what the fuck, and then go down. You don't go, oh, what's happening? It's ridiculous. All right. I laughed. Be at good it. at it. For God's sakes, I laughed. Anyway, all right. Anyway, so this this uh, spills. Like I said, builds on the crowd. Comes over back over the barrier. 
Uh, uh, they get separated by people coming out to stop him. Then uh, Rowan comes out to attack Reigns, starts to drag him up the ramp. Then Reigns kind of breaks free, does another Superman punch, and then in desperation, as they're fighting on top of the throne for King of the Ring, Rowan grabs the jib that we have here that we're on, slams the jib into Roman and a bunch of people, and rolls on out. Wow. I wish I could make that the screen grab for the thumbnail for the show of me hitting you with the jib. Sure, if you have $40,000, yeah, Roman. I'm not, yeah, I'm not touching that thing. Uh, I honestly, I love this. I yeah. thought it was great. Me I too. thought that, you know, uh, Roman shouldn't have spoke. Roman should have been there to, to handle business, pissed that Rowan is the guy who tried to kill him. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought that it was nice. The fan thing added an extra bit of fun to the segment, and they didn't just leave it at that. Uh, adding the whole jib thing was great. I, I agree. I, I, I laughed at it. Of like When he grabbed it, I was like, oh, what's he doing? You know, and it was... It was reminiscent of, like, The Rock back in the day when he would kind of, like, take the guy's camera and hit someone with it or, yeah. t- or take the camera and film someone while doing, like, a move to them or, like, that, I, I think it was when he did it with Stone Cold and Stone Cold stunned him while he had the camera on him. Stuff that like was that. great. Love that kind of stuff. Remember so, that. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 I liked the whole jib thing. I thought that it added some extra intensity that this feud needs. I, too, think Rowan has been great in this yes, whole thing. Yes, man. I've seen... Opposite, not not opposite reaction, but less than enthusiastic reactions oh, to all crazy. of it. And I'm like, no, man. Like, Rowan's been around for a while now. He's getting a singles opportunity in a big way. Yeah. Um, I feel like he can b- bring it when it comes to the match. He's brought it on the mic so far. He has, in my opinion, he has done a great job with Agreed. the opportunities given to him yeah. and 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 taken each moment and and made the most of it. So. I enjoyed. I've enjoyed the the Rowan stuff, and yeah. I like that he's got his name back because of this feud now. Because I, you know, they thought that it was confusing to say Rowan and Roman, Rowan right. and Roman. That's very confusing. Now they can say Eric, Eric Rowan right. and Roman Reigns. It's less confusing for some reason. Sure. So, um, I, I'm pretty excited for their match. At I Clash did. Champions. I am too. And this is the deal. Reigns gets up to massive chance of Rowan in the audience. Man, yeah, that's that was surprising. And some holy shit chance. There you go. Replace. This is awesome with holy shit. Well, that's also an old chant, though. Nah, I like it better. It's literally been around just as long. They started uh, at the exact same time. I guess so, but it gets used sparingly, whereas this is awesome. It's used all the time. So I like it. People have been responding to on Twitter. I, saw, I like the one guy who liked the exceptional match chant. Exceptional match. Exceptional match. We got to get that one started, guys. Please, that would be great. Started for us. Uh, uh, that would be awesome. But I, you know what? I... People love to give WWE crap for yeah. not having a full story arc or rushing into matches. Say what you will, they have put a lot of effort yep. into this feud from it becoming a whodunit thing to now. And it didn't, it wasn't the only thing that dominated the show. It was mm-hmm. a nice little thing that wasn't necessarily um, the main event thing on Rob, or sorry, on SmackDown, but uh, a, pop, a, a big part of the show. And, yep. and, and I, I, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I think mm-hmm. that, yes, it's had some ups and downs and things we laughed at. But ultimately, it gave fun stuff to talk about this whole time. Right. Like It's much better than just por- promo, I'm the better wrestler, I'm the better wrestler. Yeah. And it also is giving an opportunity to a new, to, not a new guy, but a guy who has been in tag teams for a long time. It's giving an opportunity to a new person for singles. Op- Agreed. For singles it, success. Agreed, Ryan. And I think what's important here is, look, it didn't start, so, start out so well, but if it leads to an incredible match at Night of Champions, they were all the better for it. We benefit from it. And, yes, it did it hit the same beats as the uh, uh, Rikishi, Rock, uh, Stone Cold thing? Sure. But that didn't end up so well. This looks like it's going to end up with a fantastic match. So we'll find out. Hopefully. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely find out. All right, move on to Ember and Bailey. We talked about them in the back now. Their match 
match happens here. Charlotte comes down to do commentary. This was a good match for the most part. Then Bailey puts her away with, puts her away with a Bailey to belly uh, 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 suplex there, and then uh, gets the pin clean. Charlotte walks out to confront Bailey. No words are exchanged. Bailey just the confident smile walks on out. So overall, what do you think of this? Did you like the match and the results? Uh, you know, I I kind of said that I think that Bailey is realizing she has to become Charlotte to beat her. Mm-hmm. And that's a Charlotte move. Charlotte's been doing that lately where, like, instead of attacking yeah. right away, she'll kind of, like, let the anger build up and then just slowly walk out. So I didn't hate it. Yeah, uh, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Uh, I saw some people point out to me that the, the that the jacket that Bailey was wearing on Raw was more of a Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, okay, okay. Thing. But also black and white. So yeah. when he was when he was in the NWO, um, and and a little bit different. Did you see that thing where Robin was on ESPN? And it said in the corner, like it listed all his accolades, and then in the bottom it said former and former member of the NWO. Yes, and I retweeted it today with a comment because Rachel Nichols from ESPN tweeted it and circled the thing. Former, yeah. So I retweeted the comment and said, "No offense to Rachel Nichols and the jump, but you are never a former member of the NWO because when you're NWO, you're NWO for life." And so that's what I retweeted. I saw other people saying that, but yeah. I feel like there there are people who have been kicked out of the NWO. So technically, that's not true. You shut your mouth. I'm just saying. You shut your mouth about the NWO. I'm just saying. You DX Stan. You shut your mouth. You DX Stan. <laughs> this is the first time Rogue has ever used the word Stan, I bet, and he used it right, too. That was great. Thank you. Thank you. I got drip. Wait, where are we going? What? what? <laughs> Go to the doctor. Uh, no, so Bailey. Yes. I, honestly, I really enjoyed this match, though. I think yeah, they did too. a great job. Me too. They have fantastic chemistry in the ring together, but like you said, I do think that... The entire women's division right now yeah. has a problem, an identity problem of just like, I know that gray area seems to be a thing that WWE likes, but I think it's muddling things too much in the women's division right now, and you don't know who you're supposed to be cheering for. Right, right. I mean, I get that Be- Becky is supposed to stand out because it's not like everything else. But her whole thing is that she's an anti-hero, so you also right. need someone that you can right, be against. Be, yeah, like, there's, you, you also need for, that against. baby yeah. face, I feel like. You need right. one baby face that people can get behind. Right. Bailey can't be that anymore. I, I like that no. she's going darker. This is great. So maybe you could, you could have made Ember Moon that baby face. You could make, there are other people who could be in contention for baby face possibilities here uh, down the road. And certainly, I mean. You, make it Naomi. That's you, what I want to see. Oh, Naomi would be great as she, well. She, Absolutely. The fans love Naomi. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Maybe down the road that, you know, whatever's going on, she'll recover and then come back in. And yeah, I'd love to see her get a push and be like the one pure yeah. member of the women's division. You know? Yeah, I agree. Like I agree. a pure, kind-hearted soul. Kari Sane could also be the face. That's, if she, way, I mean, that's a good point, too. She's great. She's so great. You know, Kari Sane would be easy baby face. The pirate, everybody would be behind the pirate princess. I feel like it's only a matter of time before we get some some. Something with Oscar and mm-hmm. Kyrie saying, "Where I feel like there's going to be a, tr- I feel like we're going to get maybe a heel turn on yeah. on Oscar's part or something, because right. they're not doing anything with them. They're not doing anything with them, and I yeah. feel like Oscar's even Oscar's even complaining or making little underhanded Shade. remarks about it on mm-hmm. on Twitter now, where someone said like they want to see her in a match, and she said, "Oh, but I'm a YouTuber now." <laughs> That's how even Oscar's like, "Look at guys, you like I'm not even being I'm not being used, you know." So. Um, I would like there to be something, some split there. I agree. Do you think we'll ever come to the point where we have factions? We kind of have them. Female factions. We had that before. Remember, like, when the four horsewomen all got called up and they oh, all had right. their own faction and it was, like, a whole, like... Oh, that's right. Team Bad versus oh. the soror- the submission sorority, oh. which got changed because yeah, it was a porn site name Oof. or whatever. 
Um, so, yeah, no. no, I don't want to go back to that. Okay. I kind of like it with that. I'd like it. a female NWO one day. That'd be awesome. Uh, all right. Kobe uh, Kingston is what we move on to next. Comes out, does his promo, talks about being back at MSG and his memories at MSG and everything he went through here uh, and his memories. Like, really big deal about his memories. And then who's in the crowd with a mic? Randy Orton. Randy Orton instigating stuff, talking about his power of positivity, making fun of him. Kofi runs out. Well, before Kofi, I, I yeah. love the line before Kofi runs out where Randy said, like, you can't stop talking about two things that have happened in the past 10 years. You <laughs> win the title and this thing that happened to hear 10 years ago. You want to know what I've done in those 10 years? And then he like lists all his accolades and you're like, oh, damn. damn. Like, damn, Randy. Damn. Like, hit him, like, hit him deep right there. Like, yeah. deep cut there. Yeah. So, uh, um, listen to the deep cut with John Roper. Hey, hey. Come on now. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I thought Randy did a good job there in his promo before, before Kofi comes running out. Absolutely. Uh, and then, yeah, Kofi comes jumping into the situation. They fight out in the crowd once again, like Rowan and Reigns did. Uh, it, it looks like Randy's going to get the upper hand. He even does classic Randy Orton with the uh, DDT off the side there. Uh, but Kofi fights back and delivers some fantastic chair shots. That's how you deliver a chair shot. You rear back and then slam the chair in. You don't go, Ugh. that's not a strong chair shot, ladies and gentlemen. If you're doing it, rear back and slam down. You can still kind of, you know, hit, not hit so hard so you get the vibe, but it still looks fantastic. Then Kofi tries to do the table thing, kind of gets turned on him, and then finds a second table, puts Randy on it, and then delivers that leg drop. You know what's incredible? Kofi doesn't roll off it and be all injured. He just jumped right off of Randy and stood up. And I was like, damn. That's awesome. You can tell it's funny when you look at the the one he did back in the day yeah. versus the one he did last night uh, side by side. You can tell he's much more reckless than the other one of like, oh yeah, not in a bad way. I mean, like in terms of like for his own safety mm-hmm. of just like a let's do this and rolling back like not caring. He's, he knew this was his moment at the yeah. time versus now where he's like. Let's not get injured when you're champion. Let's do it a little safer this time since you have to jump from this high distance. Let's do it and not roll backwards but go forward in a safer manner to where I'm not – we're more landing on my butt than my leg. Which is what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which made me laugh because you could tell, like, that's in the 10 years, that's the difference of him being like, let's be a little more more safe for myself this time. Uh, But I like the throwback. You know, I like the whole – Smart. The the 10 years later thing or whatever, so 11 years later. Um, I I enjoyed it. I thought that – you know, anytime you can kind of recreate a fun moment of history like that, especially one that has now become a bigger deal. Because yeah. I feel like at the time it got, it was a big deal, but then when Kofi didn't ascend to the top, yeah. it wasn't something people really talked about anymore, where that feud with Randy Orton where it went away. And it, but a lot of people still remembered it. And so yeah. I like they've continued to play off of it. Um, do you think it ends at Clash Champions, or do you think it's going to go to Survivor Series? I think it could go to Survivor Series, but I think uh, Kofi does win. Wait, isn't there one before Survivor Series and the Hell in a Cell before Survivor oh, Series? Oh, Hell in a Cell. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, then it I could think all it lead to, to Hell in a Cell, cell and right. they could have a Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Championship. If, if they have another double DQ this time, but w- after a way longer match, then yes, I think it could end at Hell in a Cell, and it's fine. If Kofi gets I could the see victory, Revival coming out, then New Day returns to stop Revival dust up or whatever right. you know they all get separated double dq this time no one's gonna make there's gonna be no chance of a dq because it's gonna be a hell in a cell right match. right exactly. that actually makes the most sense yeah, it does it does and because this has been the first person i think 
uh, through the whole Kofi run that's really kind of challenged Kofi. And oh, he, yeah. And you thought to yourself, oh, he could legitimately take this thing off. Of I feel like most of the feuds, for the, mo- for the most part, except for Dolph, kind of like were only one pay-per-view. Yeah, they were. Like, they right? were. Samoa Joe was one. Kevin uh, Owens. Kevin Owens like was one. one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Dolph there was maybe more. But and, uh, Sami Zayn. Yeah, one. so, so yeah. I, uh, I don't feel it was a pay-per-view. Did you wrestle Sami Zayn in a pay-per-view for the title? I don't oh, think so. All right. Um, but still, yeah, I like this one's been a little longer. So yep. I think it'll last a hell in a cell. And honestly, it makes the most sense they have a blood feud that's lasted 11 years. You're right. Right. Put it in a hell in a cell for that's the right. final one. And light the cage on fire. I like it. <laughs> and then do a pedigree off the top of the cage. <laughs> through the fire. What's the bamboo one that uh, uh, Jinder likes to find in? Do you remember? It's oh. the Great Khali's one, too. It's the. Oh, is it? Okay. It's the. the <sighs> yeah. Well, let's move on and yeah. you think about it. I'll keep thinking about it. It's. You keep, you move on while you're setting it up. I'll find it. All right. King of the Ring semis is next. That's our last uh, event of the night here. Shane McMahon taking on Chad Gable. Shane comes with uh, Kevin Owens as guest referee. I guess I didn't mention that earlier. I apologize. Kevin Owens is recruited by Shane to be guest referee for this match as a way to kind of uh, discount or uh, not have him pay the $100,000 fine to take the fine away. He'll referee, which, of course, the implication is that you'll referee in my favor no matter what. Uh, Punjabi prison. Punjabi prison match. Hell yeah. God, I can't remember. I didn't just think of that. That was my good. Head. It's frustrating. Like it. Punjabi prison. I dig it. Um, this was uh, initially a very quick match that Gable won on the pin legitimately. So did, you, did we ever talk about just the referee factor when he signed Kevin Owens to be the referee? Did well, we I just mentioned it yeah, okay. while you were looking it up. But Sorry. go ahead. Yeah, no. uh, I, Ooh. Let's, I, I didn't. You stopped us before we could finish. So, do you want to talk about the whole referee afterwards? Yeah, let's do it afterwards. Yeah. All right. So, Chad Gable initially gets the pin. Yes, which was a legitimate one, two, three. Which popped me. I was like, yeah, cool. It wasn't a quick. Kevin Owens did a good job. He helped the good guy. It wasn't a quick one, two, three. It was a legitimate one, two, three. And then uh, Shane McMahon gets on the mic and says, "Hell no, this match is continuing." Blah blah blah. Kevin Owens has no choice. Chad Gable was almost all, all the way up the ramp. Has to come back down. They wrestle again for a little bit more, and then eventually Chad gets the submission. Chad, I mean uh, Shane, clearly taps out. So there's no question here. And Kevin Owens is even like, "What do you want from me? You tapped out. There's nothing I can do." Uh, and then Chad Gable's walking away. Kevin Owens in the ring turns his back on Shane. Shane hits him from behind, sells it that he's fired, and then gets all up in his face, and that's the end of the show. So, so one of the things you left out there, I think, was that. The slow counts. Once uh, yeah, right. he restarted the match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin and, and was Kevin had already been to the normal count. Yes. And tell you what, then he basically feels like something bad's going to happen. So now Kevin Owens' rebellious character or whatever, to me, this like compromised Kevin Owens' mm. integrity. Like big time. Because now he helped Shane. Yeah. He, he straight Now he has straight up helped Shane. He could have... Chad Gable could have won multiple times in that match. So he has his integrity compromised. Then he gets fired anyways. What was the point of that? Yeah. Because now you have no reason to cheer for Kevin Owens. Yep. He was a... I don't want to... What's a red... He was a wuss. Like, he didn't... Especially one night after seeing Stone Cold and being reminded... Of Stone Cold telling his boss to shove it and hitting him with the first stunner in Madison Square Garden or whatever. Right. On the eve of that, you go like, now we get Kevin Owens, who just gets emasculated by Shane McMahon, mm-hmm. and and then he eats it, and then gets fired. Well, yeah. So it's like, well, if he's going to get fired anyways, 
wouldn't and this is a scripted thing yeah wouldn't it make more sense to have his character just rebel against Shane McMahon yeah I agree from the beginning this whole thing like I get it some people were saying and I get it too like hey we've all worked for shitty bosses and had to do terrible things to keep our jobs because we've got families or mortgages or whatever and I get it and it does kind of appeal to that what he does but then again the way he's presented as an anti-establishment guy the way he came out shooting his mouth off weeks ago on the mic risking getting fired risking fines all this kind of jazz where did that guy go and that's does what's it, frustrating does it appeal to that uh, the, the person who say that's me right right does it appeal to that person to watch someone who does the same thing thing that they do right. acquiesce to their boss right 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 is that what that person wants to watch no yeah they want to watch the guy who tells their boss to go take that hundred thousand dollars and shove it up their ass yeah and for their boss to know that they can't do shit about it yeah because they need this guy yeah that's what you want to see nobody wants to see the guy who is like conflicted over the fact that he might lose some money right like this is a scripted thing yeah like no no badass character on TV is conflicted in his emotions over a fine that his boss gave him. Jack Bauer, when Jack Bauer needed to get the job done, he didn't give two craps what the police... But the police department and his boss at the police department or CTU or whatever thought about him torturing someone. Yeah. Because you know what? He knew he had to torture that cop to, that who was dirty to get the info he needed to save the world. Yeah. And, or his family. And you go, that, that's the guy you want to tune in to watch every week. Yeah. That's yeah. the guy you go, I got to come back next week to see how he's going to rebel against the world. Right. Not to tune in next week and be like, let me see how this guy pushes over like I do with my boss. Yeah. That's, that's not what you want to see. This is an appeal I, to people. I don't disagree with you. So my, my thought is, and I'm hoping because I'm, I'm – Hoping for the best here is that they're doing it this way because they're going to give Kevin Owens have that come to Jesus moment and just completely go all the way the other way and push back against all this. And Shane's going to be hamstrung. Remember when Stone Cold got like Linda McMahon involved? Like Mm -hmm. there's possibilities here that Linda could come or Vince could come in. There's possibilities Kevin Owens could go like, you know, as Vince go, you can't fire that. Hey, look at the ratings with him and look at our merchandise. There's a way to explore this. If this keeps being a flaccid thing, then I thoroughly agree with you. I feel that it was more dumb to put a cap on this feud oh. and have Kevin Owens go to NXT. And, be, and, and this way, he got fired. But that's no from way the, to go from, to NXT, from SmackDown, right? I agree. I completely agree. Get that fired that's not, for beating your boss up. fired for beating your boss yeah. up. Yeah. Um, but I do think I have this like, weird feeling wow. that maybe he got fired, so he shows up Renegade style on the first episode of NXT and takes the mic. Like, they didn't appreciate me on the main roster. Like, this is my home. Yeah. This is where I want to be. And then Adam Cole comes out. And, oh, and, and nice. then it's like, no, this is my home. Like, and then they have it, and we start a Kevin Owens versus Adam Cole feud for the first, like, opening, for the, for the first yeah. NXT USA stuff. I hate to correct you, but it's Adam Cole, baby. Sorry. Jesus that Christ. Baby. Baby. Sorry, baby. Uh, but <laughs> I, I, I get this vibe that that's where they're going with it. That, yeah. that, that, because he also tweeted. Something today. Oh, Kevin Owens. Uh, yeah, Kevin Owens did. He, he he tweeted a picture, or he tweeted a first. He tweeted three numbers, and okay. I guess like if the number, if you look at the, like the alphabet, Is it it's like NXT. It's like fourteen something something, and it's like mm-hmm. if you look at the alphabet, yeah. those numbers correlate to NXT. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, and then he also posted a picture from behind of him and Champa. Yeah. So uh, at Disneyland, so. <laughs> People are getting the vibe that maybe he's trying to hint that he's going to NXT with this show of NXT for the first episode. It's still not the way you go, though, man. I agree. I don't think it's the way you go. I think that if he had said, 
If he had said, if he had done against his boss, then Shane in a sweaty fury, ah, you fired like Vince right, McMahon did back right. in the day, and he said, "Great," flipped off Shane McMahon, and then showed up next week on NXT. That would have been the big rebellious moment of ever being like, yeah, "Yeah, Kevin Owens, he left SmackDown to come to NXT." Instead, it's like, "Oh, he came to he came to NXT and got fired on." Right, him. right. And I realize it's all scripted, but I just feel like you could have scripted it much stronger if that's the case. Yeah, I don't disagree um, with you, man. And just in general, for his character, I just felt like, why? If you're making him everyday man or whatever, I just the 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 conflicted helping Shane out was just so frustrating to me yeah. because we've seen all these promos that he's done. I just I don't know. It was just dumb to me. Yeah. We've also seen also. I no longer like Antonio Brown. I saw the story. Yes, <laughs> I saw the story. <laughs> One day later, fair enough. Because uh, I, I was gonna say. We've seen with someone like Antonio Brown. Yep. You can get fired from somewhere and still get a huge signing bonus elsewhere. True. So, cool. Whatever, fire right, me. Right, you know, right, like, right. So, I don't know. I thought it was, um, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I, it, it left a bad taste in my mouth because I thought Kevin Owens are so much better than this. I don't disagree with you, man. I don't disagree with like, you. Kevin Owens could be the guy. Yep. And this is how you, how is this how you make his character look silly? And that's kind of what I was talking about earlier where I go like, I'm just, it's frustrating to me that Kevin Owens and, and Sami Zayn are such talented guys yeah. and that right now Sami Zayn is relegated to being a mouthpiece and Kevin Owens is being like... It's, no, I think you said it emasculated. Yeah. I think that's absolutely yeah. right. Because we really loved when he made that turn and he was on the mic and they were having to rip him down and turn off his stunners with, yeah. with on, on everyone. It was, great. It was, it was great. great. Yeah. I hope this isn't an ego thing where like Shane's like, no, we can't have him put him on. No, over. I just I don't think know it's what a storyline thing. Yeah. It's just like a well, scripting thing where. Then it's kind of lame. I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our SmackDown Live recap uh, on Pro Wrestling Sheet. I guess I did find a couple things to complain about. So, I told you you so would. So sue me. Uh, no, uh, that's why they tuned in. Don't worry. Yeah, all right, fair enough. <laughs> uh, uh, Ryan, tell Tell them where they can write, read, and listen to everything we do. ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's the website where you can find all the top stories in the world of professional wrestling throughout the week at Wrestling Sheet on social media. YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where you can find the videos that we do, the Raw and SmackDown recaps. That's where you can find Wrestling Sheet Radio as well, where I talk about the top stories in wrestling with my good friends. Uh, we're going to probably, we will be doing a preview of Clash of the Champions. Boom. There. Clash of Champions, Clash of Champions, not yep. the... Uh, Clash of Champions. We'll do a preview there, so make sure you guys like the videos while you're on the page, but definitely subscribe so that you can keep getting all the videos as soon as they come out. But if you just want to listen to the audio while you're driving, working, doing whatever, I'm not going to ask what you're doing while you're listening to the podcast. (laughs) Make sure you subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Just search Wrestling Sheet Radio. Boom, there you go. All right, well, follow him at Ryan Satin. Follow me at The Roca Says on Twitter and on Instagram and let us know what you thought about SmackDown Live and what you're looking forward to seeing at Night of Champions. Of course, tune in Thursday night uh, for their uh, Wrestling Sheet Radio. They're going to give you their predictions and thoughts uh, of what's going to happen. And uh, maybe I'll record a video of myself doing something on my Twitter there if you, you follow me. And I'll put some predictions down real quick, like a one-minute video. So who knows? You won't. Uh, no. <laughs> You're too busy, right? I get a million things going yeah. on. I might. I might. You never you're know. You're literally talking about how overwhelmed you are before we start of work, it's and true. now you're trying to All film right. your own you know, prediction video for just, some reason. I love our fans. What can I say? Our fans love you too, No, Rebecca. stop. Stop. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for watching. We'll see you next time on Pro Wrestling Sheet. Take care. ProWrestlingSheet.com. Stay
little chico pitbull mr 305 better said mr worldwide and i'm here to tell you about my new podcast from negative to positive brought to you by my friends over at state farm i believe that to have success you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you you know the biggest risk you take is not taking one it's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money especially when it comes to insurance state farm offers surprisingly great rates they have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage all this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Everyone needs more vacation, right? The new United Gateway card knows how to take you away with great travel rewards and no annual fee, ever. The wait for vacation is over. Tap now or visit unitedgatewaycard.com to apply. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.